welcome back to, again, welcome back again to episode 10, Ducks on the Podcast, mm-hmm. special guest, Bobby Rock. Uh, Bobby Rock is Bobby here. Roxy. Fellow duck on the pond. Yes. <laughs> at at uh, Cherry Creek, dishwasher, uh, slash leader, slash prep cook. Um, uh, Bobby, what are you, just for an introduction, introduce yourself, you're what, 25 years old? Yes. Years old. Years Bobby old. is our elder. Yes, <laughs> I am the elder, um, <laughs> the holder of the elder wand. You've been working at Cherry Creek for how long? Like eight years. Eight years. Yeah, yeah I remember. I, I uh, when I you, you weren't there when I started. You 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 were working somewhere else. Yes. At the time, but uh, you came back shortly after, and uh, you've been with us ever since. Mm-hmm. So brought was, in as. Um, someone to be modeled after, uh, someone to lead by example, which is why, uh, I feel bad to this day of talking shit about you on this podcast. You remember that episode? I think I do. Was that with Anthony? That was with Anthony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I laid into him and DJ, DJ was, uh, he was telling me, he's like, he's like, Bobby just told me he listened to that episode and, and your reaction, I don't know if you, I don't know if he was being like 100 percent, but it was like he murdered me he he, he destroyed me and, and, I, and i was like no fucking way but, but i went back and listened to it and i was like no i don't see it but then but then i said something i don't remember exactly what i said but i was like yeah i, I guess it's pretty close well you have the man here now to uh, speak for himself mm-hmm. uh, that happened dude that's a that's fucking so much... stupid thing that happened it was yeah yeah, yeah. and slip ups like that happen. i've said some stupid shit it's I, a... No misunderstanding. And mm-hmm. He cleared everything up, and we're sure. we're good. Yeah, that's uh, conflict resolution right there. Mm-hmm. I, I say a lot of stupid shit on this podcast, and I, I, I what what stupid shit do you say? Like when I go off on like ill thought out rants that I've had in my head, but I haven't really thought it out too much. Articulated it. Yes. Okay. It it, it comes out very like muddy. You know what I'm saying? Are you talking about like like when uh, when when you started talking about the Nazis and how Hitler was like anti-smoking? Yeah, maybe. Because I I remember, I remember there was some backlash from that. So some people I knew they were like they were like he's not coming off as a Nazi sympathizer, but uh, I he might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, oh boy. You know, you know, I that was just I just mentioned that as an example. That's 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 the reason I used. I was like he used that as an example of of how yeah. um you know the, how Nazi Germany like didn't do like all bad bad things, right? Well, I I mean, if you think about it, uh it's a good segue into this topic. Uh that's a uh, if you think about it, um Hitler was way too orderly. And, and he was and he had a high rate of disgust. And disgust is like a thing you like, that's why he wanted the ethnic cleansing of sure. the, yeah. the Jews, Slavs, um, gays, and gypsies. Yeah. Um, so if you think about it, that that disgust, um, that disgust, the, the the cigarette thing, the smoking thing, is a, an extension of his his uh, trait of disgust. Yeah. So I, sure. I mean, you could equate that. I mean, see, this is what happens when when you talk about things and you think things out. Um, this is what Jordan Peterson tries to say, uh, like how. Um, free speech is is the discourse is the the way to unlock the truth or to pursue the truth. You know, mm-hmm. if we if we suppress ideas like that, ideas that you that you're a Nazi sympathizer, um, 
then then we would have never gotten to that conclusion that Hitler's trait discussed, although somebody else may have, but Hitler's trait discussed was uh, also in his anti-smoking laws and campaigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's labeling, too. Labeling is... Labeling? Labeling, yeah. Like, when you tell someone, like, uh, you know, you're a Nazi sympathizer, that's who you are. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm identifying you with, with an ideology. That is the, what rule is that in Jordan Peterson's book? Forget, uh, forget ideology. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in the new one. That's it. It's in the new one. Beyond or Beyond yeah, Order. Beyond Order. Have you read that? No. Okay. Looked over the ideas. Do you know who Jordan Peterson is? I have heard you guys talk about him. We love him. Listen to him. <laughs> we worship him. <laughs> he's, he's a deity. He's a god. <laughs> he's <your> god. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely a father figure. Sure, yeah, he's definitely somebody to be, uh, to take... To, to heed be, his wisdom. Uh, yes, and yes. to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Serious consideration. Yeah. He's always saying, like, like, I think there's something to be said about that. <laughs> and it's like there's something to be said about him. Sure. You know? We have a little memento of Jordan Peterson right here, a little Kermit. He sounds, in a way, almost like Kermit. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he recognizes this, and I think he embraces the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the joke sometimes, yeah. too. He, he likes it. Yeah. He, there was a there was a, a, a one of his little uh, cam lectures he did. He uh, he had Hitler or not Hitler. He had he had Kermit and he brought him in the frame and he had a little Hitler mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you ever see that picture? Uh, <laughs> but you know because he's in, he's interested in in that he's interested in that topic yeah. and and what he's doing is he's uh, he's trying to enlighten the people mm-hmm. that um, to educate themselves on those ideas so that they can be prevented. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting transition. Segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, honestly, I'm hoping to like have my own house and like a wife and maybe like, uh, like a couple young kids, yeah. Okay. Because I'm getting babies. Um, yeah. Like like little toddlers. Little I, toddlers. I, I, find I believe is a adorable. very you know, yeah, solid thing, con- considering you know, I'm like four years older at least than sure. <laughs> Marco at least. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm t- when ten years from now, I mean I'll only be a little bit older. I'll be twenty seven, only two years older than you. Right. So. Yeah, for, ever since I was a kid, ever since I was getting into psychology i've always been interested in the child because um this is going to be like a, a, a huge tangent but but john piaget is a, is a child psychologist jordan peterson has talked about him and um they say that he was a developmental psychologist a child psychologist but he really what he was really interested in was um finding the bridge between religion and science so so what he did was he studied children and he studied the phases, the religious phases that they go through. And around this age, um, we, uh, according to him, we have uh, ideas of messianic, m- like messianic ideas. This is the messianic stage. You know what that means? Uh, something regarding the, uh, the Messiah? Yes, yes, the Messiah. Yeah. So um, it's not necessarily Jesus or Muhammad, but it's like, it's like someone that you... And you can use the word worship, something something you hold sacred. And I think that you and I, we hold sacred philosophy in general. Right now, the the kingpin of that 
in this part of my life is Jordan Peterson. Um, there was a time when it was Alan Watts, of course. But, but like, just to, I mean, I think what I would want to do is be like the uncle, like if my brother would have kids. So I, I could just be like, I'd be like, what's going on in your lives today? <laughs> like, how's your day going, kids? You know, like... In, to, to Bobby's oh, kids? Yeah, to, to, to anybody's kids. <laughs> to anyone's Bobby, children, Bobby, make me man. the godfather of your make kids. Make me the godfather of your kids already. Kids are cool, man. No, I, I do. I, I, I'd like to be a cool uncle. Mm-hmm. You know? Obviously, I have my own kids. Too, but... Because because if they yeah. say something like, 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 you know, really direct and, and like... like my, my cousin my, my cousin asked me the other day. She's like, she's like 11. She asked me... Um, she's like, Marco, do you drink... And then immediately my aunt was like, stop saying that. And it's like, it's a fucking, like, it's a child. <laughs> like, like this is, this is freedom in its, in its, you Curiosity. Know. Yes. Yeah. This is curiosity. This is beautiful. Yeah. Like, like this, this child was not afraid to ask that question. And it's like, I just find that, I just find that amazing because as we get older, we, uh, we get conditioned in language and social norms and nuance so we become self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I remember vividly my childhood asking questions like that. Not not exactly like that, but similar to that. And I, they're just like, I was so, I didn't know anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, you're I, asking questions. Yeah, yeah children are so curious, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, you See, look, learn. you still don't know shit. What are you saying, Bobby? You wanted to learn. Yeah. Learn uh, mm-hmm. what, what goes on. I mean, I feel like as a kid, like, Adults fascinate you, you know, and yeah. even like teenagers and because they're, they're fucking towering over you. They're huge, and they can do. Seems like they can do so much. They have everything that you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have when you're a child, you 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 um, attribute to them ultimate knowledge. You know, yeah. Look, my dad says that I'm cool. You know, like <laughs> like that. My, my dad says that I am. My my mom says that I'm good looking. Like like, like <laughs> something like that. You know. Yeah. My then, mom, or I'm smart or, or this. Or yeah. Uh, yeah. My mom says I'm a nice boy. You know, like like it, it's and then you get older and then you realize it's like, oh shit, they're just like me. Right. You know. Yeah. Because Socrates said uh when he was going around um to masters of philosophy he was like uh one lady said you are the smartest man that i've ever met because you know that you know nothing and that shocked the hill that shocked the hell out of him because he he was like that you know that makes sense you know i'm the smartest man in the world because i know that i know nothing Hmm. and it's it's also it's also do you understand what i'm talking about in you guys understand? What? Just what that I that idea that quote. yeah, admitting your yes. ignorance. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's smart. Well, also that we everything that we do know is is a product of language, mm-hmm. you know, because we we interpret the world through language. Yeah. Yeah. Reading. And so you don't. No. Understand. Here's the thing. Like Verbally I get what you're, you're, you're getting at. I mean. And uh, when we accept our ignorance, we're able to understand new ideas because they th- that they come. You know, like you look at like uh, in uh, uh, in Europe, the Dark Ages and uh, medieval times, where you know it is the way it is. You know, uh, the Bible people took the Bible for uh, verbatim, mm-hmm. right, and everything yes. in it. And, and then afterwards, you have um, obviously you have the plague, which leads into 
the uh, Renaissance, the Renaissance, which leads into the scientific revolution. But at the beginning of the Renaissance, people start to question things, and they start to admit that we don't know necessarily everything. You know, Da Vinci thought, how do you square uh, a circle, or how do you, yeah, how do you square a circle? You know, it'll make you go crazy that one. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And and um, uh, people just question things, and they said that like we don't actually know what. Uh, is going on here you know like these answers aren't in the Bible mm -hmm. and uh, so they admitted their ignorance and were able to come up with these new ideas and collectively grow their knowledge and once you admit that you don't know something you're able to learn that's that's uh, I, I I don't I don't know if it was you who sparked this but when when you you always talk about da Vinci and how like smart he was and I I didn't know that he was something beyond a sculptor and a painter. Oh, he's an incredible man. Yeah. Because DJ, DJ told me the other day that uh, he, he, he either drew up plans or invented some kind of helicopter. Yeah, yeah, the idea. Yes. Um, I mean, you guys have seen, like, uh, uh, like the little Chinese helicopter toys. Or oh, yeah, you go, and then yeah, it's you, like, you pull a yeah. string, it unwinds and spins a, uh, um, I was thinking of Beyblades. <laughs> piece of wood, and it, it spins like a little propeller. Yeah. So he took that idea, and he kind of tried to create these ideas for um, uh, self-propelled uh, um, flight machines, right? And flying machines. He had a lot of sketches of these things. Da Vinci was an incredibly smart person, but he was an incredibly, like, uh, somebody who loved to learn. And that was his whole life, was devoted to learning. I mean, he he was able to visualize things and draw them and put them on paper. He, he did that from a very early age, okay? Mm -hmm. Every thought that he had, he either drew or wrote down. And by the way, he wrote down things backwards. Um, so okay, he, so... Steal his thoughts. That, that tells you about his fucking intelligence. Yeah, and he would kind of read it in a, with a mirror. Well... He he was good at reading it. Whoa. He was good at reading it, but other people would read it through a mirror. You know, you know how yeah. you see on like certain albums, like they'll like words will be like backwards, like they'll be mirrored. You have to put in a mirror, and you look. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's it's it's fucking interesting to, to see where the origins of things come from. Yeah, I, I have his biography, um, and I was I haven't finished it entirely, but I've gotten a decent way through it. How long is it? Uh, it's very long. It's about four hundred pages. That's not. Very long. What What's the longest book you've read, besides East of Eden? Um, is it a novel? Is it, it, it would be a novel. I'm trying to think if it's either. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I really, you know, I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. All right. Well, I, I would say East of Eden. I think East of Eden's what, 500-something pages? Yeah, 500, close, so close to I, 600, yeah. But I do page count, you know, page count doesn't really mean that much. Well, I mean, sure it doesn't, but but uh, to me, but like, like I, I always, I'm always going through this thing. It's like, I should read 10 pages today. Instead, I read like three. And it's like, it's like I didn't hit my marker, you know. I, I know that's problematic, but. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've thought the same way before. Yeah. What, what about you, Bob? Like, how, how do you pace yourself through? And it doesn't have to be you know, a book. It's interesting. We were talking about watching TV shows. Do you binge watch? Um, sometimes. 
Do you I watch Netflix? I can or find like, myself you, do you have, like, binge services? watching. I watch Amazon Prime. There's some good shit on there, man. The most part, it's yeah. Great movies. Great TV shows and great movies. You know, Drugstore Cowboys is on Prime. <laughs> the movie that Dan was talking yeah, about. Yeah, Dan recommended it, and I saw it. I, 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 I it's was, free on Prime. Yeah. It's okay. Free. Good. I, good. I was looking for a movie to watch, and I watched it. Actually, I think you would like it, Marco. I you, think you would probably like it too, Bobby. Uh, the character goes through a great transformation. Main character. Okay. I think you would find it interesting. <laughs> you know, I, I to this day, I, I still, I still laugh at at the the face that Chef Dan made when he was talking about the movie. He was having the dream where Steve was was emptying the pills in the hole. And he's like, he's like, stop. Stop! Stop! <laughs> yeah. Dan is fucking funny, sure. man. Yeah. I, 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 he's great. I'll say uh, this till I die, man. He is he is the funniest person I've ever met. I, that, I am not fucking kidding. Like, like he, he really is. Something about him. I think it's those, like, him being in uh, London for so long. And he would... You know, oh, yeah. He always mentioned, like... Just like the shit talk that goes on, mm-hmm. like, he's always in, talking in, shit in the kitchen, and how like <laughs> rude people are to each other, and like how it's always just a big joke. <laughs> and he takes that and he comes here and he's just fucking with us the whole time. Yeah, literally, and, and he does that with all the servers and stuff, and, and, and they don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. <laughs> yeah, some some of them, some of them are starting to get it, but but it, it's it's so funny because you think about it, like I wonder what the kitchens were like in Britain because they fucking yell at each other all the time in oh, Britain. Yeah. So it's like in London. So he's like, you know, this this guy who is inclined in ball busting. Yeah. So it's it's brilliant. And they're just trying to pick on people for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great. I mean, that's part of what makes a great work environment. I mean, if it all if it's all in, in for fun. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, what was your uh, favorite school subject when you were in high school? Math. Math, really? Yes. That's that's cool. Um, that is fascinating. You like math? Really? Yes. I like math. <laughs> that's interesting. Why? Why did you like math? I don't. It just came easy to me. Yeah. You know, like I can look at examples of like how to do one problem, and I, for the most part, just went ahead and just figured everything out on my own. Like while the teacher's talking, while, just yes, doing it. I was just doing the homework while they were explaining how to do it, and then I'd just be done. So like I'd get through it all. Tell me and be like the sequence of the quadratic equation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's memorabilia. Yeah, yeah you're making is. me remember it. <laughs> um. Like I, I couldn't even tell you that because you know I, I took algebra last I, I took algebra two last year and I, I completely forget. It's like it's like b negative b. I don't know. Yeah, you give me the formula, I'll, I'll do it. But I, you don't give me the formula. Jesus Christ, man! I forgot all no, of that. I, like I do not know how to do math, man. I don't. I don't know how to do math. Maybe you could do some. I'd have to look up like yeah. what is the formula, bro? and then I can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, but I would be looking at it like all right, five minutes a problem. I'm just, I'm just not there, I'm man. I, I, I neglected math for four years. I didn't, I didn't take any math class. What? Yeah, yeah, man. Just Since uh, junior year. You should take um, like algebra two, something. Fuck no. <laughs> math is, I mean, it's important. It is. But uh, it's, it's not important enough for me. Or just like basic arithmetic. 
And I'm sure you ba- I'm sure you remember basically. What like example? Um, like arithmetic is is like everything you learn up until algebra. So long division. Oh well, yeah, math. Multiplication, addition, sure. fractions. Yeah. Fractions. Um, fractions is arithmetic. See, I, yeah. I don't. See, I would think so. Comparing fractions, like subtracting fractions and decimals, I did not like that at all. I was not into that. So I didn't like, do once they got into fractions. Fractions, I fucking hated. Hmm. It's like uh, the the numerator. <laughs> it's on top of the denominator. <laughs> it's a denomination of the numeration. <laughs> oh wow, God. interesting. Whoa. It's fucking fascinating. Think about it as pi. Just playing pie with numbers. It's, it's like pie. it's not interesting to me, man. Like I need like words. You know, I need words. Words have more meaning to me. Interesting. Uh, Interesting you say that. Numbers can break down a whole bunch of different things too. Like they're super important as well from like a different like aspect. Exactly. Numbers describe things just the way words describe things. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like how would you describe the length of the couch? Or get a tape measure? You describe it in a number, right? Yes. Yes, I get it. So. Yeah, it, it's weird. We were one time, uh, I don't know if you noticed it on the podcast, but we were talking about how uh, in when the Greeks, I believe it was the Greeks, invented math, there was no symbol, no number four. It was just, um, it was, there are four, there are three couches, you know. Well, math has always existed. Well, sure, it always did, but, but the concept evolves. The concept, Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah. It, it's a paradox what we're saying right now because... Um, we're saying that math is always evolving, but the con- or the concept of math is always evolving, but math is always there. And it's like, math is only there because we, intelligent human beings, understand, it? understand that it's there, mm-hmm. you know? I, 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 feel, I feel like this is, I feel like it's a universal thing for like an evolving intelligent life to to understand to start developing language but like another part of me is like it would be so cool if, if some other species did an entirely different way you know understood math entirely understood understood language like math and english and things like that but it begs the question like what if we evolved what if what if we weren't humans and we were just like giant bugs talking to each other us yeah Oh man! I mean, you're you're basically just saying, imagine us in, in a movie with aliens, like yeah, Star Wars. You know, yeah. a story. Yeah. Um, when it all break down into like, your communication is gonna be the same, just in a different language, and then, I yeah, mean, their ability to process things might be different. The, that's because if you look at Star Wars. Like there's there's bugs in it and they just like make noises and it's like different, um, different uh, patterns, frequencies. Yes, yes, and that's what we're doing when we talk. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know what's interesting though is even humans I think can do that in a way. Um, you know you know Lex Friedman, right? You've heard of him. Heard the name only. Um, he's mentioned before that, and you know he grew up his native language is Russian, and he learned English throughout his whole time in school. He's very fluent in English, um, very fluent, and also Russian. But he says that, in a way, he feels that Russian is has more words to describe things. 
There's more words in, in the Russian language. That's kind of what it's like with Sanskrit. Um, they, I, I, it's, it's very profound. But um, how is it in Russian? Well, he just says that ideas can be expressed, like emotions can be expressed more in, in a more complex way. I mean, even like what I just said, like, like he says, like for every you know adjective, there's always another synonym that means you know the same thing, but it's slightly different. Um, like how uh, ideas can flow more eloquently and naturally because there's more words to pull from, more words to describe um, an idea or an emotion. You know, um, if I had to try, I would. Learn Russian so I could read Dostoevsky in Russian. Dude, and Tolstoy. Well, he says he said he said that those are the, that's the best way to read. Well, of course, dude. That's that's uh. Hope they're okay. That's how that uh. That's how yeah, they wrote both the book. Exactly. It's always better the a book is always best read in the language that it was mm. originally written. In. Yes. Yeah. It's uh. It's in just. Just broadly speaking, in Sanskrit and Pali, in, in Pali, which is uh, the language that the Pali Canon was wrote in, the teachings of the Buddha, um, in both those languages, they have single words and small phrases to describe um, multiple concepts in the universe. So, like, like, um, can't really, like, like, multi, like, like something. Dude, I am fucking. That's an incredibly like intelligent way to think about things. Yeah, see, and seeing one word and say, connecting it to different ideas. That's that's why that's why when I listen to Alan Watts, I'm like, to this day, I've been listening for like two and a half years now. To this day, I'm like, dude, how can it be possible that I am the universe? That's, yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, no, and, and hey, real quick thought, just to build off what we, what we were just talking about with language. Now it seems like the Russian language might have more words to pull from. Mm -hmm. In 1984, uh, part of what the the party does is, is I, I don't know if it's necessarily a spoiler, but they have a plan to slowly. It's called New Speak. Old Speak is what we speak now. It's English as we know it now. But New Speak is this new version of English where uh, dictionaries are published with less words. Less and, and less over time? Yes, less wow. and less over time. And thus, you're able to, you're not able to describe ideas as complex as you would, you know, in previous editions to the, in previous years. See, that is what Terrence McKenna argues with psychedelics. The, the fact that they've been made illegal, one of the consequences is that um, we become less open to things. Yeah. Um, mm. In general. You know, I heard psychedelics, I heard mushrooms are legalized in detroit so did i uh, that's that's interesting uh dom told me that. yeah dom told me that too man yeah um it, it see we're having a, a a third wave i know there was a wave in 1800 or something for psychedelics and there was a wave in the 60s of course yeah and now there's another wave there's another wave happening bobby do do you uh do or would you do uh psychedelics yeah would you do them um uh, yeah i'd be open to Interesting. I, I would them? do them in a legal, a legal area. <laughs> See, I would go to Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's uh, when, when, uh, when the powers that be are um, suspicious in that, uh, I've mentioned several times that 
the Nixon administration made it illegal, made heroin illegal, psychedelics illegal, and weed was made illegal in the 30s, but that's another topic. We've talked about this so many times. Yes, we have. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's fascinating. But, Very much so. But, uh, <laughs> but um, they, they were made illegal is because, because most, most people that were doing heroin were black people in like like urban areas and um they made that illegal because black people and uh hippies were opposing the war and you cannot make people uh you cannot make it legal to oppose a war that's just unconstitutional i mean both well, of them, and it's a good way to criminalize them yeah it, it's a good way to 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 it's a good way to do many things to keep people from from um opposing a war that is terrible vietnam and to help the prison industrial complex I, Jake is gonna watch that, and he's gonna be like, "Dude, shut up!" Like, 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 there was one time when I was talking about the military-industrial complex. He's like, "Dude, stop saying that. You're gonna make it so that everyone starts saying that now." And I'm like, "You know, he's right. He's right. Because then it'll just get annoying, you know." But, but that's another topic. But, but they also did the same thing with psychedelics. You see, they, um, they, they didn't just make them illegal for recreational use. They made it illegal for them people to study them. Really? Yeah. That that's the big one, but man. But didn't they study them? They studied them illegally. They studied LS the government studied LSD. Yes, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, so the the Unabomber. You ever heard that one? I I know of the Unabomber. Okay. You know of the Unabomber? Yes. What happened to him? So he 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 partook in the Harvard uh, um MK Ultra experiments with yeah. LSD. You know, really? mind control. You know what, about this? Did he take part in them as a subject? He was a subject. Oh. Yeah, he was a subject. And um, he, they, they dosed so many people. I know for a fact that they dosed him way too much. Because, you know, LSD was new at the time. They just created it. Yeah. Um, and um, they, he, he, he got so insane. Or he, he, Who's to say he went insane? It's all perspective. And we don't know anything about these psychedelics. We don't know but, anything about what he experienced. We don't know anything about what he experienced. We don't know anything about the potential for these psychedelics. So what he what he did was he went to like a, he went off the grid into a shack and started sending scientists and innovators bombs in in packages because he was he was afraid that technology would be the doom of mankind. So he was extremely paranoid. So he was sending bombs to scientists. That's why you. Looking at me like that. Well, I was just thinking about his vision of technology being in the doom of mankind. Well, I mean, we have nukes now. We have. Yeah. We have. We don't. We don't know the, the consequences of staring at a screen all the time. I mean, um, no, no, we don't. The blue light. Uh, it's interesting because uh, I'm, I'm not going to mention the name, but in one of my classes today, um, the it was before class started. One of the people in the class was talking about how she. Um, has like she wasn't able to eat for like the past two weeks and and like how she obviously you don't want to open a book when when you feel like that you feel like sick and you're throwing up yeah, and shit. so yeah. so she she was looking at her computer and she like t- 10 minutes in she feels like she's gonna throw up from looking at a blue light screen so sure you think about that throws and, your body off yeah yeah it really does and it's uh we know nothing about it yeah i mean it's definitely interesting. I mean, shit, like, you look at the lights above us. This is like a... Th- that light is not... It's a not regular... It's, 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 not, a, it's not blue light. 
I mean, it, it's not, it, it's a different light. Like, you look at it and you have a different effect when you, you know, you know, you look at the sun, you see dots. It's like, it's different kind of, all, yeah. all yeah. light affects you differently, you know. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. it, you know, but when those came out, you know, people had to experience them and test them. Yeah. We're all kind of subjects in a way to these technologies. Test subjects. Whoa. Yeah, See, dude. We are. This, oh, my God, man. You have, like, a fucking mind. I'm a god. You have. I'm a god. <laughs> just the, sometimes the way you order words together. I'm sorry. Like, 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 wow, man. We are the subjects for. We this, are. This is why I love talking to Marco, man. He. He always toots my horn. <laughs> not, not that way. <laughs> I understand, but but uh, but it, it's weird because capitalism, uh, you know, we we're the subjects of advertising, which means we're the subjects of these little macro experiments of technology and clothing and plush dolls and. Every- what do they like? What does what do, you, what do you like? What the does everybody like? Everything. I like. Are they gonna are they gonna like this product? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, man. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's uh, it's mythology. <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah. Man. It's mythology, isn't it all? Yeah. Please go on with that. We just need we just need to create a story to describe the world that we're living in and like all the myths that we can create out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like the story of like, like uh, like Greek myths. Yeah. And how they had stories and everything. Like, we should create some stories like that. Well, we are. We, we're just not doing it consciously. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe there are stories that we don't necessarily know about, but... How the fuck do you know if, if we're Christian... We're just not conscious of it. What? We're just not conscious. Conscious. Cautious of it. Conscience. Cautious. Conscience. Not cautious. We're not awake. Conscience. Conscience? Conscious. Conscious. Conscious pilot. Pontius <laughs> <Fascist> Pilate who <laughs> <laughs> was, was crucified under Pontius Pilate. Yeah, I do. I will tell you honestly. I did not know who Pontius Pilate was. Pontius Pontius Pilate. I didn't even know it was. He was a Roman general. You didn't know that? I didn't know he was. No, not at all. I knew that because of the passion. For years, I didn't know that for years. I, I always heard uh, in, in catechism like like. Like, uh, Pontius P was crucified under Pontius Pilate. And I'm like, I was always like, who the fuck is Pontius Pilate? I thought it was some kind of like... Like a pilot. I thought it was a pilot, because I, I, was, I was really little. Like, you know? I was, I was like, is he planes? flying planes? Evidently <laughs> 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 not. What are you what are you doing? What is that? Imitating you. As a kid. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't wait for, for our influx influx of new audience members to be like, Jesus Christ, these guys are fucking little mongrels. <laughs> little goots. Goons. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Pontius Pilate. Yeah. But that that idea that you said last week, uh, capitalism is mythology. Yesterday. Yes, uh, Yesterday. why the fuck dude? <laughs> Oh my god! It, it's it's religion. Man. It's a process of time. <laughs> yes, the time. Yeah. See, time is numbers, and I have problems with numbers. But uh, but please, uh, I, I that that when I was cutting the episode, I, I was like, "Fuck!" He did say that, and and I wish we would have we would have taken that 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 way and the fork in the road and talked about that because that was that was fascinating. 
um, capitalism is a story. Yeah, no, I, I got I all that idea I got from uh, Yuval Novel Harry. Hmm. Uh, from Sapiens. From Sapiens. Yeah, by Yuval no- Noble Harry. Ah, so you're able to say that, but not conscious. Conscience. <laughs> so I just Con- conscious. <laughs> conscious. 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 Conscious pilot. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great book, and I learned a lot from it. I, I have to reread it, man. Or at least certain parts of it. Very fascinating. Um, like I should read uh, at least part one of it after finishing Ishmael because. Well, part one of it, it talks about pre-agricultural times. See, what I want to do is I want to reread the two books of Jonathan Haidt that I read. Because, like, like I like all day, one of, one of my favorite topics to pursue is coddling in general. Because on the way home, I was thinking, um, in, in class today, we were, we were talking about how, we talked briefly about how, um, our generation is like, it, are really like socially anxious, things like that, and and, I, and I, on the drive home, I was just thinking like, yeah, we didn't. Uh, you compare us, you and me specifically. I, I don't I don't know if you did this as a kid, but um, but Chef Dan would talk about how he like him and his friends rode bikes to each other's houses. Um, yeah. and you did that too, didn't you? Yeah, around the neighborhood. Around the neighborhood. Around the neighborhood. They they did it for miles. Well, there were no there were no sidewalks going on my neighborhood. There still aren't. So what? I well, I don't want to ride on the side of the road. That's my excuse. That, that was your excuse. It is. I think it was a fair excuse. I'll be honest. At twenty six, there's only a little shoulder, and cars are whipping right by you. As a as a nine year old, ten year old kid, it's like. Yeah, but dude, you, you talk to you talk to your parents like like about it like like they'll tell you that they walk through um feet of snow to school okay. every single day and, yeah. and it's yeah, like it's, it's like see that they in, in a way they're they're being conditioned to be resilient you know they're 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 um they're being yeah. raised to be capable yeah and, and and when i am driven to my friend's houses a friend like like say i had a friend in the rivers which is that way it's literally it's less than a mile away my mom would be like, alright, I'm driving you. Sorry, Kermit. Um, but yeah, that's that's what would happen. And and it's like it's like, well, you've done successfully, uh, you've made it so I have had to uh, and almost every other uh, kid in uh, our generation had has to um, raise themselves to be resilient. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um every day I, I drive I drive to I drive to Oakland every day that I drive to Oakland. I pass Stony Creek High School, and every time there is a there is a line of cars so long that it's going into the Trying street. To pick up their kids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You see, I, I understand it's 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 COVID, but but it, it's the same deal there. Okay, it's the same fucking thing. You're what you what you're doing is you're overprotecting your children with good intentions. But yeah. it, that is a good path to hell. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the subtitles of one of Jonathan Haidt's books. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bobby. Thank you. Where do you think man came from? Man? Like, I mean. Do you subscribe to the theory of evolution? Yeah. Like, it's not a theory. <laughs> it's not a theory. <laughs> Real. 
I, I believe it's real. <laughs> like Dar, like Darwinism. Yeah. That we that we all came from monkeys. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Okay. So. Now, okay. What it, makes the most sense? It does. Yeah. yeah it Logically. Does. It, yeah. It does. It does. Um, and emotionally too, because we get angry all the time. It's, it's not like we're gods. Man. But sometimes we think we are. Yes. See, man is a, a web of significance that he himself spun. I wish I knew the guy who said that. Whoa, I wish I did too. I've heard that a million times. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. I, 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 dude, that's an Ishmael. I swear to God. It I've is? Read it. I just, and I know he quoted it by somebody. It's a great quote, don't you think? Yeah. Yes. yes. Which I think we have spun. We have talked about that one, yeah. Yes. I mean... Life pre-agriculturally is uh, it's our best episode. That la- that last one. It's chapter one, man. But we have an opportunity. Chapter start- one? Oh, of life. Right. Yes. We have an opportunity to start chapter two. What's chapter two? Chapter two is the beginning, the new beginning. Going back to going back to Eden. Our roots. Yes. There's no way to go back to Eden. Yes, we can. How? By not speaking. By no. I- by by acknowledging what's going on. And to let walking away from it. Well, dude, you have to you have to spit out the fruit, man. The forbidden tree. And the way to do that is to do what Bronson's doing in this book. He's living by. I mean, he's living with people, and he's he's still using language to talk, but to speak. But the way to do it is to walk away from first of all civilization, and that's a huge fucking step, a ginormous step in itself. And and the next thing to do is is just. Like, you know, become speechless. Take, like, all, all, you're, all you'd be doing is you'd be acting like an animal. You, you would have to... Because if you think about it, Adam and Eve being blind, not being blind, being um, unintelligent, not knowing the knowledge of good and evil, not knowing of death, we're just living everything in the moment. Yeah, but we... They... they, they okay, so... As a, as any species would, you would learn how to live from your parents or from some some uh, matriarchal or some uh, figure to, to guide you, right? You'd be raised by like someone. hierarchical. By someone, yeah. Okay. You'd be raised, and you would be raised in the way to live. But we don't have that. Okay, we don't have any parents. The closest thing we would have are the tribes, the hunter and gatherer tribes, the few that still exist in some areas of the world, mm-hmm. of the world, but for the most part, we're gonna have to use our brains to figure out how we could cope and survive in this environment. Which, at the current population, there's no way. There's absolutely no dude, way. Dude, dude, I, I understand what you're saying, but uh, I, I think what you're saying is this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it is going to be hard to go back to Eden because we're because all of us are raised by two people usually, two people. That um, are have no idea that this this should that that, that that idea going back to Eden should even be a priority. You know, is it a priority? But um, well, I mean, man, on. you, you got to think about it. Like, imagine how I think one way we could go back to Eden is just chaos, extreme chaos, extreme chaos. Terrence McKenna says chaos is where we thrive. So I understand what you're saying. Like, well, yeah, and, and the ability to just forego the world order. Because let it fall. chaos chaos would be 
uh, you you hunt an animal. Say we're baboons, we're in the mm-hmm. forest, and we hunt an animal, and then we, we eat it right there where we killed it. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And it's like that. Yeah. It, it's unstructured, and it's there's no routine there. And furthermore, there are no concepts there mm-hmm. because they're not aware of it. You know what I'm saying? So when I say the only way we can go back to Eden, paradise, is to not live like this, to not think about it, to subconscious, just go away from it and desensitize yourself from civilization and speaking and language and uh, routine and, and all of these things that we were raised to believe. Yeah, but it'd be really hard to determine population. No shit. With all all the chaos, a lot of billions of people would die. How it's it's got to be really hard to walk away and be like you know. Um, do you remember in Fahrenheit in the end when uh, when Guy Montag finds those uh, those guys that are just camping out, and then all the bombs yeah. go on the city, and then they're like, like you know just uh, uh, this will happen again you know. Um, and, and that's that's an idea because it's like if, if we blow ourselves up and humanity all dies it's not the end of life it's what even even if the planet blows up the whole planet's gone another planet will eventually um, have small organisms microorganisms and then lobsters and then it's never the end It'll yes it's never the end because there's always something coming out of it where always was will always be Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Then will be a yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Are you interested in the Bible, Bobby? I am. Would you be interested in um, giving an offering to the church? To the church of Marco and I? <laughs> <laughs> the Dutch giving church. Giving an offering. Giving a, a <laughs> generous donation. Generous yeah. Donation. <laughs> uh, how about how does $20 sound? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, could you spare a 20? Like a... <laughs> <laughs> Give him fives. Can you, you guys got a 20? Ask for double that amount? That's a reference to the, uh, yeah. the homeless man we homeless talked thing. to. Yes, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Did you know we talked to a homeless guy? Yeah. Yeah, we talked to Ryan, who was... Uh, he had a lot to say. Did we talk about him on the podcast? Yes. I think we may have. We have? Yeah? You did. Oh, okay. Oh, we did. Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, he was interesting. We have a listener and a guest today. What a fantastic man, dude. Yes. This is the guy you want to have on. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody who knows, who can pull back from memories we've had. Duck tidbits. Yes. Oh, my God. Duck tid. <laughs> duck, duck, uh, duck clips. Du- yeah, duck clips. That, that's a lot better. Pond clips. Right no, duck clips. The... Yeah, duck Tip of the clips. bill. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Yeah. But uh, but the stories themselves um, and how they describe human behavior. Are you interested in that? Yes, and it. Awesome. I have like I've been through catechism and I've learned like some of the information that has been from the Bible. So I know like some stuff about it. Have you listened to episode nine yet? Only like I, three people have. <laughs> I have not listened to it yet. Alright, we, we talk about the... Andrew has some valuable information about the creation story in it. and That I got from Ishmael. Yes, he got from Ishmael. As I mentioned on that podcast. Fantastic book. Yes. Almost uh, done with it. Intriguing. You will pass it along to me when you're done. 
<laughs> you, you know, you know. It's I like, will pass it along to you when I'm done. <laughs> He's using the force. Yes. Yeah, the force mind Jedi mind tricks. I always thought yeah. the meme. The... Yo, Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. I I am Trandoshan. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like their, their their racial pride kicks in. They're like, like my kind is too intelligent for your mind tricks. Funny, they just repeat it and it works the yeah. second time. It, it, it was in the Phantom Mask. I always love the meme or the scene where where Qui Gon is talking to Watto and he's like, he's like, credits will do fine. He's like, no, they won't. <laughs> credits will do fine. It's like, no. They won't. <laughs> He's like, you try. You, what are you waving your hand, stupid? For I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Trendoshan or whatever. <laughs> it like, I'm, I'm Poidarian. But he's like really he's like Italian, you know. So he's, he's like, I got all this pride in him. No, I think he was meant to, in a way, yeah, yeah. I thought he was supposed to represent a different. Was wasn't he Italian? I think he was supposed. To, he was kind of supposed to be, well. It represents stereotypes from a certain different race, different uh, ethnic ethnicities. Yeah, uh, yeah. Perhaps Spanish, was... European. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it on podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I, I wish they could have heard. No, that. no, no! Not, not, not. Don't say like, it. It's not really. No, the bad. reason why I'm laughing is because because you got all awkward there, and, and like like you were just like all of a sudden you're like. But it was like really quiet. <laughs> oh my god, man! Oh my god. Yeah, you know how it goes. Anyway, a lot of good, a lot of good uh, uh, stories and themes in Star Wars. Yes, there yes. is. That's um, DJ. If you're listening, yes, we should have DJ on, dude. Of course. And talk about stuff like that. Oh, yeah, of course, man. We can talk about Lord of the Rings. Talk about all the shit. I need to watch Lord of the Rings. Have you you seen it? I need to rewatch it. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, man. Fellowship of the Ring is one of my favorite movies to watch. I think it's one of the best movies there is. Mm-hmm. People, people don't really like the first one that much. Is that what you? Just Fellowship watched? of the Ring. Yeah. yeah. The the journey begins. Yeah. I love that movie, dude. Hero's Journey, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's like all first like beginning thing, beginning like introduction. Always just because it's slower and you got to introduce storylines. And it builds like it was always in in the Shire. The Shire scenes are awesome because uh, these Gandalf comes into town, and then everyone's like all happy and shit. And and then and then he meets his friend Bilbo, and he's like he's like Bilbo, my friend. He's like let's go on top of the roof, and there's some good pipe weed. We need to smoke it. (laughs) So they're just like getting high. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And then and then he has the ring, and then he realizes he becomes corrupt, Mm -hmm. and uh, Gandalf is weary of him or whatever it's like the apple in assassin's creed you play assassin's creed yes played, played three i yes i Dude, have played amazing three. Game. oh yeah three. oh my god yeah it's uh it's uh it's the best assassin's creed game in my what opinion. was his name again what was connor's name again his real name his real name uh, it's something along the lines of like aruda gato no 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 desmond no desmond was the other guy oh yeah Desmond Miles. No, no, uh, it was, uh... My brother would know. I always mentioned his name to my friend. I, I just remembered it for some reason. You know, like his native name. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was Aruda Gato. Something like that. It's, it's something like that. Ruda. Rekamandu. Rekamandu. 
We're trying. We're trying. Oh here. man, great oh, game man. though, man. Take that. Yeah, I, I remember the part where where you, where you're at one of the harbors and and all of a sudden like the ships from the from the sea are just like firing all these cannonballs and you got to run through all the destruction. I was like, this is fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I that was that. cool. In New York, was that? No, that that was that was in uh, Boston. Boston. No, no, it was it was it was in a, like a separate separate piece of land like that. You you go to for one mission, I think. Really? But uh, nice. but yeah, it was fun, man. What a great game! You, you fight your father at the end, don't you? Yeah. Oh my God! You fight yeah. your father at the end. Well, and you like Star Wars. Yeah. And you fight Charles too, man. You fight what? And you fight Charles. Charles. Yeah, Charles is um. Uh, you know Charles. Uh, Atham's, uh, Atham's, uh, like, friend. He's one of the Templars. I don't remember that. You don't remember the Templars? Maybe I should play that game again. Okay. Ratomus becomes awesome. I don't know. It's not nice to laugh. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Let me see it. No, let me just, I'll just, I'm with Templars. It's Radun... A Gaydon. See, see, I was close. I was very close. Radun. Aruna Gaydon. Radun. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Give me it. Hold on. Fucking give me it, dude. Wait. Oh, man, let me read. <laughs> people, they don't want to see this. No, they're gonna turn this off. Interested. <laughs> they're they're gonna interested turn this off. <laughs> Hold on. What? I'm skipping. <laughs> skipping. Hold on. Everybody pay attention. Pick up the audio. This is fascinating. Is that him as a kid? Yeah. What an awesome way to live. I know. I remember this. His mom, yeah, they go on play. His mom dies, yeah, yeah, in the fire. Yeah. Because, because the real savages come and destroy, yes, the people in paradise. The anti-Semites come and destroy the Semites. That, it's it's a metaphor. Yeah, I get I get the metaphor. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's a, it's a story, and it's a story seen all across the maps of meaning, yeah. life. Yeah. I wonder if Jordan knows about the Semites. He has to, man. I mean, a guy like that reading Nietzsche, he had to have read Ishmael. Yeah. Um, all right, we, we get it, dude. We get it. Well, yeah, I, I I I'm gonna figure out my own sometime. Maybe. I'm gonna play that game, dude. I'm gonna, when I have time, Fantastic game. Back. I wish it was multiplayer. That would be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They made the new ones multiplayer. It's fun. It's, it's fun fighting people in the new ones, man. The new ones are different. Well, the new ones suck. New that, ones that, that, that's the thing. But 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 fighting people, like because the enemies they'll actually block. You know, there's not there's no like super weak enemy where you just gotta hold square yeah, and, you know yeah. that I always hated that no it is more Connor will just go up to somebody and just do like a spin and fucking knock him out with yeah. his tomahawk everything about the new games are great except the story yeah and the dialogue and all that yeah every it just sucks man yeah. what a shame what yeah. a fucking shame
You ever play Last of Us, either of you? No. The first the first one, not the second one. You played the first one? Yeah. Do you like the second one? I like the first one a lot better. Did you play the second one, though? I started to, and then, like, I don't know. Yeah, the I first two hours lost. sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's very controversial because of the ending. Uh, mm. Do you mind if I talk about the ending? Oh, the second one? The second oh, one. Doesn't the, second the one. man... The father figure die? That's in the beginning of the game. That's the, So yeah. she's sent on a journey to take revenge with her girlfriend. I think it's Dina. Her and Dina. And, and, well, first of all, Tommy, his, his brother, Joel's brother, who Joel is the one who died. Tommy went first, and so they're trying to find Tommy. And then the three of them are going to take revenge on this character that they introduced. The, the reason why it's controversial is because this character that they introduced in that game kills him. And she's like, she's like, like nobody really knows who she is. So it's like, so for someone random that we don't know, this new group just kills everyone's favorite character. But um, that aside, um, Ellie, it, what's happening is is the archetypes that Jordan Peterson talks about, where she's becoming a monster. There was there was, in that game, it's known for having gruesome death scenes. Yes. You know, you know when you when you knock someone back and then they're kind of like. They're vulnerable, and then you're pointing your shotgun at them, and they're like, "Don't do this! Don't shoot me!" Like they're pleading for mercy. Yeah, no. I, I that happened to me when I was playing this morning, and I shot someone dead when they were pleading for mercy, and then uh, Dina was like, "There was no reason to do that, you know." Like like Ellie is turning into a monster, and I'm sure there's going to be yeah. a cutscene where she does something like completely monstrous. See, she's losing control of herself. She's she's doing what so many people have done is submerge into the deep belly of the whale and not come out. Um, but in the end of the book, this is where it gets, uh, not the book, uh, the end yeah. of the, the game yeah. is where it gets yeah. highly controversial because um, Ellie is about to kill um, Abby, uh, Abby's friend or sister, I don't remember, who, um, just to take revenge, to take someone that she loves. But instead, she suddenly stops and um, I, th I think I think it's kind of like a very emotional scene, and they um, they it, it doesn't happen the way people wanted it to happen. Everyone was mad because she didn't kill Abby in the end. And I want to ask you guys, why do you think that she didn't kill Abby? Two wrongs don't make a right. There's a good start there. I mean, essentially, I think like she put herself in abby's shoes based on what happened and she knew that she didn't want first abby game. to go through yeah mm -hmm. abby to go through the same thing yeah. that she did mm -hmm. it's uh my brother and i were talking about it and and just to keep it on the, the topic of stories um it's 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 great that that we're on the same pot they're on the same page but um there's a tom patty song called two gunslingers and the way it begins is um, these two gunslingers meet in the street, and you know they're getting ready for their standoff, and immediately they just start questioning the whole situation. They're like, "Why, why is this necessary? Why are we fighting?" And then the other gunslinger says, "Yeah, I never really thought of it like that." So that's what happens in the end of The Last of Us Part Two. They just stop fighting. They 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 become you know they climb out of the whale, and they become human Together. again. Yes, they do it together. Mm -hmm. Because they, they realize that 
Like what? What's gonna happen? What would happen after she killed Abby? After she killed both of them? It's just it's just Ellie standing there alone, and then and then the the only the only uh, alternative the only story plot that I could see is is Ellie standing there and she's got blood on her face and shit, and she's just this monster that the audience and the player can't identify with anymore. That's what would have happened. And who's killed the uh, the only person who she could ever relate to? Who? Abby. Oh well. Oh yeah. Who's yeah. Who, who understands? Yeah. What oh it's like God. to be a monster? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't I haven't. <laughs> well, well, no, <laughs> no, no. Game. Well, 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 well. See, this is the maps of meaning that I'm talking about. You understand that idea. So some of what you said, some of what you said, some of what I said has to have been in that game, whether the developers and the story writers were conscious of those ideas or not. Because they're conscious within all of us. Yeah, you know, I think mm-hmm. the story the, the story the story writers brilliant have at least some grasp of these ideas. Mm-hmm. They you do, know, of course. They're, they consciously weave it into the game. They're Naughty Dog, man. They're, they're Naughty fucking... Dog is incredible developer. Oh yeah, man. Jack and Daxter, Crash Bandicoot. Uncharted. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. I love Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Jack and Daxter is a is a Jack Deck Two is a it's like a GTA futuristic game. It takes place in a utopia or a oh. dystopia. I'm sorry, and um, it, it takes things from 1984. It seems, but uh, it, it's it's about a renegade going against um, a a monster. Who it's kind of the same idea actually, because because um, it, it's a too convoluted story. Let, let, let's stick to like. Something, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's very convoluted that story, but um, but The Last of Us, um, everyone hated that ending, and when Video Game Donkey put his video up on it, even more controversy got stirred up because um, they were like, "You're a fucking idiot. You have all this bias against bad against games that you call bad, but you say this bad game was a good game, and it's like, first of all, the video game community yeah. is extremely toxic." <laughs> uh, there, yeah, there's something to be said with all this. I think it's a good game so far, man. Is it a new game? What? Is it a new game? Well, I mean, it came out, what, 2020? Yeah. Oh. 2019? That's pretty new. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. It got delayed like three times. I remember that. Remember how I always, I'm, I'm always saying, like, uh, I'm going to stop playing video games. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop playing video games. I, <laughs> I, I think what I'm going to do hard. is not... I, I already do this. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't just... Whenever I'm bored, I, I don't just go on Netflix or Hulu or, like, go on PS4 and be like, hmm, and just, like, look at games and be like, hmm, what game should I play? It's like, it's like, I, I, it's like I think of the exhilaration of defending the ship in Capital Supremacy. I'm like, all right, let's play Battlefront. Mm. But it's not like I'm just going to go and be like... Uh, if I'm bored, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm gonna do something that it's already set in my mind. You know what I mean? The ideas and the emotions related to the activity. Mm-hmm. And, and I come to a new conclusion. I, I I want to. I don't want to stop playing video games, but if I'm going to stop, I think I would leave room for narratives like Last of Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I've, I thought about that too. Like the story playing games, mm-hmm. where there's such a story behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to talk more about video games on this podcast. We Perhaps do. we do. Perhaps yeah. we should play video games and do a podcast. Yeah, we should play video games. That would be cool. That would be very cool. You know what I was thinking? Uh, when I, when I did that Five Nights at Freddy's video, uh, the reason why I did it was because we're in an hour now. But uh, 
since I, I, I was watching, you know, KSI is, you guys? Yeah. So yeah. I was watching his old videos where he's playing like these old horror games. And it's him and his brother sitting in front of the, the computer. You know? Deji? Yeah, Deji. <laughs> Deji. He's like, he's like, stop screaming! Stop screaming! And then he just starts like screaming like an ape. <laughs> you ever see that video? Taking him off. <laughs> well, 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 no, because yeah. they scream at each other all, or he's, because Deji is a, is a little pussy, you know, he's always running away from the camera. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and he's like, you're distracting me! Stop screaming! And then something scary will happen on, on the, on the game. And then KSI... <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we we should we should try that with with some game. I, yeah. I, I don't know if it would be interesting. It probably wouldn't because we'd have to constantly be talking through we'll it. Give it a shot, man. Well, we can give it a shot. Yeah, you can always try. Mm-hmm, yeah, and we'll be YouTubers, man. Yeah, YouTubers, dude. Gamer YouTube, gamers, Gamer, man. And you can start streaming. Shit. Yeah, streamers. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to get too deep into that. No, no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> well, hey, man. Um, should we close things up? <laughs> Dude, you know, sure. I, I, I can always Maybe. fucking tell with him when, 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 he, when he wants to get going because he sat up. He sat up, and, took and, the blanket and, and off. His tone has changed. His tone has changed. <laughs> man, my bedtime was an hour and a half ago. And you know what? I can't wait Where to cut this because this last done, episode. Man. What's that? <laughs> What'd you say, Bobby? <laughs> he's like, let's get this done, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to go to bed. But but it, it, it bed. just one more thought before we, before we <laughs> close it. Uh, What's up? Leno, you, you did the same fucking thing as yesterday. You were like, uh, well, uh, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> like People reuse their mannerisms, man. They have shortcuts in their brains that, that they use, especially socially. When Yeah, we learned about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was that called? Uh, mental heuristics. Mental shortcuts. Oh, okay. Yeah, we learned about that. But, uh, but yeah, we can... Uh, since you want to get out of here so bad, you can, say good, you can start saying goodbye to... Yeah. Uh, okay, bye. Uh, see ya. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, well, episode 10. Double digits. Double digits, double that's digits, right. Man. Bobby, you're, you're on our double digit double podcast. Digits. What a fucking treat to be on this podcast. As yeah. Well, have 10 people watching. What a treat for us, man. Yeah. To, to have a guest. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you showed up, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, every time, there's a lot of times we, we, uh, Organized guests on it's, it's sometimes it's our fault that we... it's starting to make me think that the, the, the guests who have canceled don't really want to be on so well and and that's the thing it's like I want them to be on you know they, you want they them want to, to want, want to. to yeah right yeah and and it's and it's like uh, it, it's it's like nobody has time for a silly little podcast you know well if it's important to you you're gonna make time for it you know exactly so um, yeah. But anyway, we'll catch you guys uh, later. Yeah. Next week, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll have some good ideas to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully to expand on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby, any final thoughts? No. no? All right. I pretty uh, much summed. <laughs> what was that? I could pretty much summed everything up. All right. I have uh, a good final thought. If you're in, if you are interested in bettering yourself. Um, I think that a good thing to do is articulate, learn to articulate your thoughts because speaking is a very empowering tool. So is writing, but yeah. 
Yeah, and but, but speaking is, is even what that? <laughs> and math. Well, yeah, yeah, because because it, it doesn't matter what you're lecturing on or, or you're talking about. If you if you're talking about it, and with with competence and vigor and uh, and uh, you know confidence, then there's nothing more powerful than that. Yes, you know. And uh-huh. study Jordan Peterson. Posture, yeah. Study anything you want. You know, study anything you want. And Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah and Jordan Peterson. Yeah. All God right. bless. Pick your sacrifices. <laughs> Save your father. <laughs> clean your room, David. Yeah, clean your room. <laughs> good night and good luck. <laughs> <laughs>